Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the El Nino podcast. I'm Eladio Nino, and this is Real Everyday People. I want to say, you know, thank you to everybody who've been sharing, who've been subscribing, who've been showing me mad love, support. Uh, shout out to everybody at Mr. K's, man. It seemed like everybody there bought like two, three hoodies a piece, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? You guys are supporting the grind and, uh, you know, supporting the cause, supporting the podcast, man. I really appreciate you guys, man. Rouge always show me so much love, man. And, uh, you know, you know, that's 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 my heart is where, where, where my home is, man. But um, <clears throat> shout out to my man Dwayne Dwayne Taylor. He got a fight coming up uh, November nineteenth at the Motor City. <laughs> it's gonna be his second uh, professional fight. He won his uh, first professional fight. So shout out to that brother. And, uh, you know, to all the brothers just like him, man, taking care of their business, man. So if you get a chance, man, reach out to him, man. Dwayne Taylor, get 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 some tickets to that boy's fight out there in uh, <clears throat> Motor City Casino. <coughs> Damn, it squeeze me. I need some water. My mouth dried in the mug. <laughs> but uh, um. We got my man here. You guys have seen him before. You know it ain't his first time around, but it's the first time that you're gonna get to hear his story personally. We got my man Pablo Good Pleasure baby. in the Good house. Baby. How you doing? Thank you for having me, bro. Man, no doubt about it, boy. Yeah, I'm yeah, big. I'm excited, man. I know we've been trying to get this together. You know, get yeah. your man King Quote. We got the whole yeah, squad, yeah. Sombra, the whole Southwest oh, yeah. Mexican squad up in here, everybody, man. Everybody. Shout out to my man Southwest Z, man. Tempo Beats. What is it? Three, three, three one, one, three one, three. Urban Rhythm. Yeah. Holla at them radio stations. Listen, and if you're an artist, you got music, tap in, send it to them. They're going to play it for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Get you some airplay on the love. You know what I'm saying? This is, you know, a radio station, you know, for us, by us. You know, started right here in Southwest, in the community. So, you know, go ahead and support that. We appreciate you, man. Oh, yeah. You you ain't even got to be from Southwest. If you just an artist in general, bro, just send send them your music. 3131.3. Urban Rhythm at gmail.com. Say that three times in a row. Hey, it took me five times to email it, so don't even get it twisted if you fuck up. (laughs) Hey, so Pablo, man, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you from, what part of the hood you from, where you came from. My name is Pablo Pleasure. Uh, I come from southwest Detroit. I grew up by Woodmere, right across from Patton Park. Used to play baseball there every day. Uh, Shit. Much about me, I went to school at Harms, you know, growing up there. That shit was, that was lit at school. We had a basketball team. We never won, though. I played on <laughs> What was the name of the squad? What was the name of the, the team? The Hawks. The Hawks? Okay. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. hey, that shit was lit, you know, um, lit years. After that, uh, my mom, uh, all my cousins got in trouble in school with gangs and shit, so. So did you grow up with both your parents? Oh, yeah. Where are your parents from? Uh, my dad's from Mexico. He grew up, uh, he's from Monterrey, Nuevo León. Okay. He came uh, to Texas in like the 80s and then to Michigan in the 90s and then met my mom. She was born here. She's from E-Course. Uh, she's like second generation Chicana. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you right at home then, boy. E-Course Raider. Oh, yeah, man. She's always talking about you. She was, uh, we grew up on, uh, I don't know the street actually, but it's like two blocks from the fucking river. Knew she uh, grew up eating yeah. tacos, but she always man. around him. <laughs> she always talks, but she's always like, oh, man, things aren't like when they were... 
when I was growing up, man. Yeah, shout out to Taco E oh, and them yeah. deep fried taco dinners, man. Man, they always putting it down, even for the church, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, no doubt, man. Definitely grew up going to St. Francis Xavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missed them little carnivals and festivals they no. used to have. Yeah, they still have them, boys. So yeah, even go, the one at Holy yeah. Redeemer, man. It's like you don't even see none of this stuff no more, man. That's both. It's, it's, you know, all this COVID <clears> and shit kind of scared everybody off from just coming together, but I feel like that's what we need the most. But even know? before that, like, bro, we used to be at Hart Plaza. We used to have the Mexican festivals. We used to have the Latin American festivals there. Like, See, like, bro, it was so dope, and even, it's like, we don't even get none of that no when more. When I was young, we just had Cinco de Mayo, and that was iffy, like, depending yeah. on, not even the weather, just the climate of, you know, the hood at the moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, if it was hot, hot, you know, <clears throat> cops are going to be shutting down Clark Park early, or you weren't going to, it wasn't going to be no Clark Park. I know, you man. Know. It's sad and it's unfortunate, man. But I hope things change so that so that we can get that privilege back of utilizing our oh, community yeah. to be able to celebrate. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, you know, community. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's it's getting better. You know, and they're letting you know the parade. You know, get all the way to you know as far as they used to let it go. You know, hopefully they'll just start letting us. You know, have you know the thing Clark Park game because that's what I miss. You know, mm-hmm. especially when you're a kid. You know, because after the parade you're all riled up. You know, you got the free candy you're in the street for and. And yeah. you want something to do, and you know that's good for everybody because you know, podcasts, radio shows, they could just post up in there and get that bitch lit. You that's know, sweet. You know, I'll be up in El Nino podcast, lit you know music, I mean? entertainment. We end up like, like and he summer, shoots, summer and he bash, scores. Put some, put some water pools in there. See, <laughs> see how the night goes. You know, but you know, make it good vibes. You know, make it something that people want to remember. Not like. But you know what though, bro? I'm checking out the vibe of the neighborhood now, bro. Like like Chicano Fest, Southwest Fest, yeah. like all these dope ass festivals, bro. And it's just community, bro. Like oh, yeah. everybody supporting each other. Like ain't nobody like gang banging, set tripping. Like every it's family friendly. Oh, yeah. All the local vendors, like everything is local. Everybody is everything is supported by. You know, the yeah, community, the people, man, and it's so dope. Like, nobody's mean mugging. Like, back in the days when I grew up, yeah, you walk you, up, everybody hold up the wall, everybody got their flat head turned, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Up five squad deep and they, shit. They and you, like, yep. you gotta wait for your boys to come through because you ain't trying to roll up in that bitch alone. <laughs> you know but yeah. no, it's 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 so, it's so different now. I like the fact that, you know, you can just go by yourself, you know, and fucking enjoy it. Like, I waited in the taco line by myself, it was lonely. But, you know, you, you didn't feel, you know, nothing to look over your back about. You know, yeah. nothing to be like, man, old dog's <clears throat> looking at me weird, you know. Yeah. You know, it's nothing, no no bad vibes. It's all. And it's very you know. cultural, man. Oh, you yeah. You're I'm always going to get a like, lesson in something, you know. Someone's always got a fucking, some, a show to put on. You're always going to get a show, you know, mm-hmm. whatever whatever uh, festival you go to, you're always going to get a show. So you got any siblings? Uh, I have one sister. You got she's one sister, younger, older? Older, older. She's oh, you like got an older 40, sister, 40, so 40 she was busting your head then, huh? Yeah, man, she was like 16 when I was born, so, like, when Damn, she... Damn, you young as hell, yeah, dog. Big young mother. Yeah, but I look old as hell, too. It's, it's <laughs> some years, them life years, but... Nah, she's she's about, like, 16 years older than me, but... Okay. You know, she just had her... her so what was it like having an older sister, then and now? It was it was different, because she, she didn't live with us, you know? She, she already had her own place established, and, you know, she had... You know, her shit done when I was growing up, you know, but just now she's getting, she's gotten very sick. She's got fi- uh, fibromyalgia and that's like really fucking her up. And uh, she yeah, hasn't been, she's a been friend her- of mine, Liz, she deals with that, bro. And they explained the, the suffering that yeah. they have to go through, the she pain, just, the she discomfort, was, She was bro. in the hospital and they were, they didn't diagnose anything wrong with her, but she's like, I, you know, I feel pain, you know, and uh, they ended up doing a casket on her over the weekend last weekend and they found something in her lungs thank god you know she was there for that yeah. but they found that and they scraped that out you know took care of whatever it was you know mm-hmm. and um but you know 
you never know if she never would have went you know how, how bad it could have gotten so I thank God for that and she's recovering good from that but just you know watching her uh, you know be so successful you know at a young age in life because I was like mid 20s you know mm -hmm. but that was like early 2000s you know you could do that and now it's a little harder but she you know she had her own car her own you know place so with her being 16 years older than you she was already on her own by yeah. the time you were even growing up to be a kid yeah. so you were pretty much the only child of the house oh then. yeah oh yeah so what was that like like being only kid like it how was, did you find companionship were you spoiled oh uh, yeah spoiled? I was definitely spoiled oh yeah okay. my dad but my dad not like from my mom my mom was like just like you know like she was the one like leave him alone you know like just but my dad was like i was his only son and he he never really thought he would have a son <laughs> Just because, you know, he's, he's always wild, you know. And so he uh, he took the time. He, like, he, he even told me, like, I took the time to just appreciate you, you know. Because he's, he's been wow. deported since I was in, uh, right before my senior year in high school, like 2012. So, uh, you know, we talk over the phone every day. And he said, you know, I'm I'm glad I spoiled you. Because imagine if I treated you, you know, how, like, you know, how, you know, like, uh, my mom would have told me, you know, like, fucking, you know, kind of leave him alone, you know, let him struggle on his own. And then now I get deported. And now you struggled all them years, and now you're gonna struggle some more. He's like, mm -hmm. at least you had like a good childhood to look back on, you know, something to you wow, know want to give your dope. kids that's and powerful, shit, you know. Man. And I'm like that. That shit, you know, that hit my heart because, you know, I, I think you know sometimes because that shit did fuck me up. But you know, growing up, you know, when he had to leave, and I had to do that shit, you know, fucking that was a fucking brick wall to the face, you know. Had to grow up and fucking work, getting up for work every morning, you know, when you barely got up for school, you know, mm -hmm. having to, you know. Save you become money, the man of the house. You save money and pay for everybody's shit, you know, and still try to, you know, be a young cat, you know, and still want to, you know, do young cat shit, you know. But it was, you know, I got I got through it, you know. Thank God, you know. But it um, was, I mean, so, you know, it was just you and your mother. Yeah, then. me and my mom. and uh, Okay, so so what was that like growing up? Because, you know, I'm, I'm sure your mother had to step into your father's role, <clears throat> oh, you yeah. know, to a certain extent. Especially at that age, 12, 13 years old. No, it was, it was twenty twelve. I was, I was already <coughs> oh, like, about, I was already about like seventeen, about to be eighteen. Mm -hmm. You know, but I still even you know, them years are yeah. very, very vital. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, to and me very that critical was that was have. probably when I needed him the most because you know just you know them fucking years you going you know you about to leave high school, but you. you ain't so what to go male to college, figures you know? did you have in your life? <clears throat> Shit, at that time, like I looked up to people like your brother Bart. Like Bart was a shout big, out to my shout out shout <laughs> out to my brother Lasso man big Bart boy yeah, love Bart, you boy for sure man big mentor when I was growing up especially when my dad was around still but uh, CYO bro he just taught us you know like like you know the cool shit you know how to you know how to be smooth with shit you know like I'll never forget bro you know you always wear those fucking jackets those leather jackets they have the fur on them you always wear the fur on the inside because you want to feel it and he uh, we had a game we lost. <laughs> we had a game, you know, he put his jacket on, but he put the fur on the outside. And we're sitting there, you know, we're young ass kids. We're like, man, we're like, why you put the feather, or like the fur on the outside? You know, you're not going to feel it. And he's like, it's, <laughs> it was like, it's because the girls are going to want to come up and feel the jacket. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> man, just fucking free game. Boy, you get <laughs> that from that your shit. big brother. Yeah. Boy. I took that shit to heart. I'm like, never forget. It was that burgundy <laughs> leather joint with the great <laughs> yep, leather. Yeah, sort of like guy. a big ass panda yep. bear. <laughs> Man, then like he, bro. he used to wear that big pun shirt, always to practice, bro. And yeah. man, somebody asked him, bro. One, my boy, shout out my boy Matt. I'll never forget. He moved to Florida, but he asked him this dumbass question. He was like, "Is that is that um, Biggie Smalls on your shirt?" And it was big pun, you know, showing the grill and shit. And <laughs> Bart made us do laps because of that. <laughs> he said he just he started whistling. Smalls, he blew the whistle. Yeah, <clears throat> shit, run till he stopped. But 
that uh, that's not that's when I found out who Big Pun was myself. But I, 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 oh, I was hell, going to you wasn't gonna be the one ass. Yeah, you know, I was like, man, that's some scary ass guy in his jersey. You look like <laughs> he was part of the terror squad. Man, that's I, I would have been <laughs> the day to ask me the suit and all, bro. That if I if Cordo ever fucking get the suit with me, dog, we could you know the yeah. fucking suit when they're on the red carpet and they're just squared <laughs> up like that. I'm gonna send it to you, bro, just with our faces crapped on it. So how did that take a toll on your mother, man? With your with your father getting deported, like oh, it fucked her up, man. Uh, financially, like she, he was the breadwinner. She was, uh, you know, kind of like the extra money, you know, we'd have, you know, or if you know he spent money extra, you know, on groceries or whatever, she'd have the back. But now, she, you know, when the backup has to become, you know, kind of <clears throat> the primary at that time, it's fucking. I don't, even, I can't even imagine, bro, because I think, you know, I think about that shit, you know, I had like a few years to kind of. You know, in school, like a year and a half to fucking get my shit together, and you know. But did you graduate it. from school? Yeah, yeah. What barely school did you graduate? Lincoln from? Park High School. Lincoln Park. Barely, High, I okay. moved over He's there, and I was I I I spent the extra year. I wasn't gonna graduate, and I was actually gonna go to Co- Covenant House uh, to get my GED, uh, just because I wanted to get out, get to work, you know, help my mom. <clears throat> and my mom was like, "No, don't do that." Like, you know, I was just frustrated with not finishing school on time, and. Uh, She's like, no, don't do that because, you know, your father wouldn't want, you know, he'd be like, all that's for nothing, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you know, like, it kind of spoke some sense into me. And uh, I ended up going back, you know, and fucking finishing, graduating, walking, all that shit, you know, the whole nine. So I'm I'm happy, and I'm probably, you know, she talked me into that, but, you know, that was some real mom-ass shit to do, you know, and uh, <clears throat> I'll always look back like, you know, thank you for talking some sense Because it's nothing different between every GD and high school diploma, but it's, for me, it's just like, the pride that I didn't give up, you know, and she didn't let me give up. Like, shit like that kind of takes you So, <clears throat> do you and your sister have the same father? No, uh, her dad is uh, Greek. Oh, he's Greek, yeah. okay. All cool right. ass guy, I met him, you know. He's so, did she, was, did she grow up with your dad at all? Or no, no, she, like I said, she, I was, she was already 16. Okay. And by that time, she had been, like, living with her dad. Oh, You know, and right, she was yeah. all, you know, like, you know, she, her, a dad's girl, you know, a daddy's girl. So, she, mm-hmm. like, he took care of her. You know, he had, he had restaurants and shit, so he, you know, he had pretty decent money at the time, so. So what about you? Are you a dad? Are you a father? Do you got kids? I'm a, I'm a stepdad, you know. I got a stepdaughter. Okay. okay, that's dope. What's yeah. that like? It's lit, you know. It's uh, it's like, for me, it's an eye-opening experience, you know, because I never thought, you know, I would, you know, be a dad. I'm Like I said, like, I, I thought I'd be like, fucking, you know live my life probably die in some horrific accident some shit I don't know how it goes down but you expect the worst so you know if it doesn't get there you know kind of happy but um, you know it's cool uh, you know some final destination type shit I don't uh, ever drive behind those trucks man accident, whenever know, those cement trucks kind of swerving when it's raining I'm just parked you know I'm gonna just let doom come to me but you know it's, it's, it's nice it's fun you know but it's also you know serious it's uh, helped me shape up as a man you know because before her, I was just kind of like, all the money I'd spend, I'd go out to the bar, you know, or I'd put money into other little investments, you know, that weren't really safe for me to, you know, be doing, but I'd take the risk anyways, because what the fuck's going to happen, you know? Yeah, or you feel so, like it's just yeah, you, you yeah. ain't got nobody to worry about. And that's how about. I felt, you know, because I had money. My mom, I knew, you know, she she had her money, you know, from retired, she, she's retired now, and she had her bill set, but I also gave her money, you know, from my, you know, job. So does your mom, like, do you and your mom, not to get off track, but... Yeah. Do you guys send money to your dad to help oh, him yeah. out? Because oh, yeah. I know most of the families, like, I'm not going to say it's a burden, 
But, you know, it's, it it's becomes a, a responsibility yeah. of the family here now to be able to help. Because once they go out there, bro, it's, they ain't yeah, got yeah. nothing. No, even trip. if they got family out there, it's still a struggle. You still, you know, even if you have a roof to sleep under, you still have to work for a work. living. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Not, and no, the way no they pay there, there, they pay you peanuts. You know what I'm saying? So now the responsibility of the family here, you know, so yeah. you're already talking about your dad was the breadwinner. Oh, yeah. Your mother's struggling. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're you're a, a adolescent at the time. And it's like, you know, now you and the man, you the man of the house row, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I know what that's like, having to, you know, be a breadwinner, bring home and, and help the family and help mom and all that stuff, you know what I'm it saying? So it, it fucks you up because, you know, like I said, like where I, whereas I could, you know, put an extra hundred towards maybe paying off, you know, my car or putting towards saving or, you know, some, you know, extra money here and there goes, you know, could go a different way. But, you know, like in the same way, like, I'm I'm blessed to have you know to be able to take care of him you know because mm -hmm. he took care of me so long that it's kind of like oh I, yeah mo most people don't even get to be like you know repay their you know I'm not saying like I'll ever repay him you mm -hmm. know for what he's done but you know now he's working now he's you know he's he's got his shit you know but he's and he's like telling me you know I don't need no money right now you know but when he does he knows I got him but when yeah. there was a time where he wasn't working his leg was fucked up or especially when you're old like him. You can't get a job. They don't even mm -hmm. want like under forty five mm -hmm. only. And a you know? hundred bucks goes a long way. Oh yeah, like of I, our a hundred dollars of our money goes a longer way oh, yeah. out there than it does here. You can go to the gas station and blow a hundred on gas and snacks, and it's but the over only with. thing over there is just certain shit over there is marked up because of you know, the way like exports and imports go, just because it comes so far that it's marked up. So like he can't you know go buy a TV or he can't go buy you know nice shit. It's, Mostly food or beverage or water, and you always it's have to survival. Yeah, and you can't, you don't get water like you get water here, like out your faucet. You gotta go buy water at the corner, you know, like a in, in a gallon, like the office, like the jug, and carry it back home, you know, or roll it back or whatever the fuck you do, you know. And it's it's because you can't drink the water. Yeah, shit. And shit, you can't get no two liter because they got medio litros. Those are like half liters, so that's the biggest they got, you know. So it's like fuck, you know. And I remember, I remember, I I, used to, I go visit them, you know, so. When I go, it's oh, you do. High. How often oh, yeah. do you go visit your father? About, it's been about four years, just because it's been rough with COVID. Okay, getting my mom together, and it it took about <clears throat> like a G to go visit him, just plane wise mm -hmm. and everything like that. So mm -hmm. it's hard to get that shit stacked up with you know trying to get music shit off the ground and taking care of my mom, my nephew, and whatever my and sister. And then your stepdaughter is. now too, huh? Yeah, it's a bitch, but I mean these are the responsibilities I pick up as a man because I'm just. I don't know, almost like shit gets, you know, if something's put in your lap, you know, you're not just going to let it drop, you know, mm -hmm. someone throws you, even if it's a hot potato, you know, your first reaction is to catch it, Yeah. you know, yeah, so, no doubt. you know, you're just going to catch it and shit, sometimes <clears> if it's going to burn, it's going to burn, but that shit goes away, you know, but like, I feel like the respect that, you know, people get from you catching it, like, from, like my daughter, like, you know, my stepdaughter, she'll always remember, you know. What's her name and how old is Bethany, she? Bethany, she's four. Four years old. You know, she'll always remember, you know. When, like, you know, her dad didn't step up or, you know, when no one else stepped up, you know, I was there for her, you know, I mm -hmm. was, you know. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it, bro. She ain't never going to forget Same you, bro. Same thing, you like, know? with my pops, like. The love, the affection, the time, you know, the activity, just everything, bro. You know, I, I got a grandson, man. Shout out to my grandson, Kingston, man. This is my wife's daughter, you know, had a baby boy, and, um. I love that boy so much. I mean, it's like, you know, everything goes away when I hold that little boy. Yeah. And it's like, I love him so much because, you know, 
I, I, you know, when I was young and I was having kids, I ain't know how to love. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know how to love no baby woman, yeah. myself. You know what I'm saying? You right. don't know how to appreciate life, nothing. You know, so I never learned to love a child. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. Now I have my grandson, and I just, I'm like, man, I love him so much. You know what I'm saying? And it's just. It's nice to be able to feel that kind of love, and I wish that I could have loved my own children like that, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, with my daughter, I do everything that I can to, you know, to build them bridges, and, you know, I still pray that one day, you know, my sons will come around, man. But, you know, until then, man, I'm just going to keep on continuing to, to do my best, you know, be my, you know what I'm saying, on a daily yeah. basis on every aspect of my life, man. It's it's fucking, you know, my, me and my dad, we... Him and his dad, they were the same way. They didn't get along at all. He's the reason he even came to the States, and it took him years, like years. And what's nuts is, like, even though my dad, you know, and his dad, they had resentment, like, well, so they thought, you know, when my daddy came to the States, my, my grandpa thought he died, you know, because they called, you know, they called police on him for being stupid shit down there. And they'd had it. He went to jail. When he got out of jail, he just came over here. He was like, fuck it, I'm done. Didn't contact them. So my dad was over here, you know, living his life. And my grandpa thought he died. You know, he's like, oh, my son, he, like, he even came up all the way to, through Texas looking for my dad, you know, picture, you know, looking, seeing Finn. Wow, you man. know? And I didn't know this till my dad was telling me on the phone, you know? He's like, we just have talks, you know, like, outside and on the phone, us. And he was telling me this. And uh, he had told me, he said, I'm I'm over here living my life. You know, I had, you know, had you. And I just happened to go down there, you know. I told my mother. You're his only child? I'm his only child, wow, you know. okay. I was I, my I, still, I was my father's only child. That's, too. that's nuts, bro. And it's it's different, you know, because you see cat. You probably grew up with that shit. You've seen cats with like million, like like three other brothers and shit. And mm-hmm. you know, you're the oldest. So how old? Are I you? have two younger brothers. You know, two, even yeah, though both yeah. my little brothers are both bigger than yeah. me. How old I'm are they compared up. to you? Well, me and my brother Bart were four years apart, and me and my brother Zoe were eight years apart. So okay. it was four, eight, twelve. I feel you. Yeah, that's nuts. I. I never had, like, you know, brothers. You know, I had my primos, you know, because they, mm-hmm. when they came to the States, they came, and so I consider them my brothers. But other than that, uh, just, no, I was his only son. How, do, how does how does your father feel about you being a stepdad? It's weird. He doesn't really, like, comment on it, you know. I don't know if he feels weird or if he feels like, you know, whatever, you know. I don't even think, I was like, damn, what if he thinks, like, damn, like, that's less money for me, you know, like, because I think, you know, because you know, everybody, everybody yeah, looks, you know. Yeah, you better be watching this, he's bro, like, hey, cabrón, the kids are He knows I always <laughs> fuck with him, but, you know, like, how I feel is like, you know, I'm, you're the, I'm the baker now, you know, you're the breadwinner, so I'm, I got mm-hmm. the pie, I got to cut the pie, you know, and give it to people, so people see the pie you're cutting, mm-hmm. you know, so when they see other mouths, you know, at the table, they're going to be like, oh, that means less pie for me you know that's just how you know that's how everything everyone sees so yeah i know that's how he probably sees i just it, to know? me man like a stepdad is so honorable bro because you know i was raised with a stepdad and uh you know that my you know my stepdad loved me like i was his yeah. own bro you know what i'm saying <laughs> so for any man that can love another man's child you know what i'm yeah. saying just you know with just with all the right and good intention with pure love bro it's just a beautiful experience and and it's just honorable you know what i'm saying to see a man hold that kind of responsibility you you know what i'm saying yeah no doubt bro i mean everyone like like people tell me you know i have uh homies that tell me that like bro that's you know they they look at me like because i ain't like i'm not gonna say i'm unhonorable but i ain't the most honorable cat out there you know so they look at me like you, like really I'm like yeah like it's just you know I always I would always be like nah I'm never gonna date a girl with kids you know it just was never me and then you know I married mom you know and this and that and then I just you know through mom and their daughter just 
she always looked up to me, you know, as her father, and I'm never going to let her down. But this is the kicker, though. This is the kicker, y'all. You ain't even with the mother no, no more. I broke but up you with her still, Me, I still take care of her, still watch her like my own, just because that's I'm not crazy. Gonna, I'm not going to be like, all right, you know, because I, I see that show all the time, like in movies, in real life, like cats, you know, they date. Like, I have homies that, like, he said he had, like, five different, like, stepdads. Or I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm yes, like, bro, yes, like, can I yes, ask why you yes, be out here? Yes. fucked up, you know? Bro, that but, is such a, man, listen, I'm man. not saying he's fucked up, but, you know, it's just, like, I see why, like, shit like that is fucking, that's traumatizing as a kid. And I'm like, I'm Hell not. Hell yeah, I, you, you know, got five stepdads, you know what I'm look, saying? I look at her like, I'm not going to look, you know, I don't even want her to have, you know, another, I'm, I feel weird being, My you mama know, was a freak. I had about three stepdads. I, I, I feel, I feel weird even being like, you know, her, her first stepdad, you know, because it's just, you know, it's a weird dynamic, you know, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let her know, you know, when she's, you know, of age, you know, yo, I'm, I'm sure she can tell. She looks at me like, yo, you bald, you know. It's just, bro, you building a solid foundation for her. Yeah. You know, you need a solid foundation to be able to build something on, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So imagine had you and her split up and then she just lost contact with you. Like, you know, oh, these I things that happen, they traumatize kids and carry it on and they, and they like. I know, I know. The like, value, the way they see men, the way they treat men, the way they feel about men. They remember the hurt when you left them, when you loved them, when, you know, they all I remember, shit, like, I have, you know, I, you know, well, I did girls. You know, but I went on a date with girls, and they've been like, you know, they've their dad, you know, their dad was never in their life, and like I just like they all had something about them, or you know, it's just like I could see, you know, it's there's something. <laughs> Why are you looking at? I ain't saying that. I'm I just like like it's it's crazy. Like it's they they are crazy, but they're like I can see why they're crazy. Like they have an intention to be crazy. Like they they have something. Now I'm not saying they're killers. But they're like they're, they're killers. Trust yeah. me, I got a killer at home. She's this big, and she'll you kill. know they just got there's something. There's always All something. She watch killer shows. I said, girl, I was like, I tell my fam, I ended up dead. You know who did it? Like they're always like clingy, or they're always very distant. You know, that's the one thing is like a lot of them are very distant from like love like that. Like they like you know you can do whatever, take them out. You know, it's not. But like when the love, the affection aspect, they're like because it's like they, they left them before. You know, they're not. I, and I they're just that. used to. Coming yeah. and going, coming and going, bro. Yeah, because you know exactly, I mean? they probably grow up like five years that, you know, and that's just... And then, and then when the mothers carry them burdens yeah. towards the fathers and, oh, your dad ain't shitting this. That's the one And thing, then you, you grow know? up with that. You know, it's just all traumatizing. No matter it what, plays like, a factor. You, you, in your head, like, that's my dad's, you know, like, some that's some a part of me, you know, so you saying they're not shit, they... It fucks them up as a kid. You know, even my mom says, yeah. you know, she talks shit, you know, it's just, oh, this and that. It's still like... Because like, I feel like, like if you saying my dad yeah, ain't shit, then you saying that a exactly, part of me you know, ain't shit. I, that's me. You, and then it's kind of like falls back on her now because I'm like, mama, you, you chose him. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we all fucked up here now because of you, you know? <laughs> but it's it's nuts that, you know, mothers do do that. You know, a lot of moms do. They'll talk down, like, you know. And, you know, shout out to her mom. She's not, you know, a bitch. She's not, she's not weird, you know. We're cool. We're friends. We're amicable. You know. That's good, and it's, man. It's that's cool. dope. That's some adult shit you know, there, bro. She, she's and very everybody adult. can't do that. Yeah, she's very mature. You know, like we did Halloween. Spent Halloween together. You know, took took daughter out. You know, just she dressed up. I dressed up. Like obviously we were weird. You guys like, be back together. We're, nah, you know, it's not nothing like that. You talking know? about you skipping and hopping and nah, all that. Nah, 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 <laughs> no, 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 that. You know, just for I'm the baby. With you, bro. So she's not like you know like that's dope, man. You know, because everybody can't do that, bro. And I would like if she ever she said like you know like. Oh well, you know, she ever said, "Oh, I've seen this guy. You know, we're going to do this." Be like, all right, you know, like whatever. You know, I'm not gonna. I know, obviously, I'm not gonna be there 
every you know holiday season. There's some dads who are who are in their kids' life and they're not even there every holiday season. So I know it's not going to fuck. So let me much, ask you, you know? this though, because you know you're very much invested in this child oh, yeah. emotionally, mentally, physically, everything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're a, you're a, you're a physical male presence for oh, yeah. for for your stepdaughter. And, um, you know, but what happens one day when she meets somebody and he wants to build his family with that and he's oh, yeah. going to want more time with her. Well, he's going to want to, you know, because men, men are territorial. At the bar the other day, I had a fucking blatant ass. Men are territorial, I think bro, I told so. my kill the guy or something, but it was, I was drunk, you know. Normally, <laughs> normally, I'll, it'd be, it'd be, I'd be more amical about it, you know. She's, you know, obviously one day, you know, she's a very attractive woman. She's going to find someone, you know, but, you know, and that guy is going to be like, well, He's gonna to want to be a part of her life, or he may not want to be. It's I don't know. You know, he may be just be like, all right, that's cool. He may fucking, you know, yeah, fuck it. I don't want to be, you know, in her life anyways. You know, mm-hmm. and that may be what you know that may work out for her because obviously I'm here. It makes everything easier. Or maybe he will mm-hmm. want to be with you know, like oh, well, I want to see you know, I want to, and you know that'll be up to her. You know, she'll know that no matter what, she had me in her life. You know, and she, I know that I gave her you know a fucking helping hand in her. First four. That's whatever. beautiful, man. And that's, then that's if dope, that's bro. how it goes, you know, yeah. she's already four. She knows me four or five. I'm not gonna like peace out. You know, like I say, it's never gonna be never unless when, unless I die or something. You know, but yeah. I, I'm eternal, baby, for life. I okay, never gonna die. But you know, I uh, I just you know it's I'm like th- I thought about this like a lot. I, at my job, where I'm a drywall finisher. All I do is listen to music and think. You know, so I thought about this. You know, hired you know Doctor Strange style, a million different ways. How I can play out, and it's just hanging dry drywall, finishing drywall. I'm just with the mud. Just I don't okay. even get to touch hang. I'm just mud, all artwork, all fucking day. Okay, and but, you're thinking about this shit while you yeah, doing you know, it. like <laughs> thinking about this. I'll be writing lyrics <laughs> and shit, you know. Just and I'll be working slow sometimes because I'll be really in thought, singing and shit. I'll be singing on the fucking. They be catching me. I'll be like, yeah, hey, you know it's true. I swear, all, all this shit, bro. <laughs> I'll be switching up the music. They be like, man, I like your playlist, man. Yeah, everybody fucks my playlist. But, you know, it's, whatever happens, happens, you know, but I just, I'm, you know, I see, I've seen people leave my life, you know, this and that, my, my dad's left me, you know, not left me, like, on purpose, but, you know, it's, like, that, that's yeah, part of life, happens, you know, but bro. it's what you do with the people in your life while they're in your life, you know, you can't change what ripped apart from you, but, you know, you can't And, and you know what's crazy, though, bro, is just because, like, when I was in the joint, like, I had to learn how to attach and detach constantly because I was always getting transferred to different prisons. You hit a yard, you bond with some brothers, guys go to the hole, guys get transferred out, guys switch up levels, you know, like everything changes, you know what I'm saying? In one minute, one incident, and it was like, you know, me and you could be building for six months here, you know what I'm saying? Because when you go to prison, bro, you recreate, you create your, your own family, your own brotherhood. Yeah. We become the dads. We become the big brothers. We become the cousins. We become family. Yeah. But it's like you have to get used to not getting attached to people. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, you know, the time that we have together is going to last forever because it's all a bond. You know what I'm saying? It's all about how we talk to each other, how we treat each other, how we support each other, how we show each other love. And if we part ways tomorrow, dog, I'm, I'm going to take that memory that, you know, yeah. that's my man's. We broke bread together. We worked out together. We ran laps together. We exactly. build together and stuff like that. And that goes with anybody because a lot of people, that's one of their biggest problems in life is, is, is um, their biggest grief is 
not knowing how to detach themselves. You know what I'm saying? People hold on to everything. Mental, emotional. They take, it's like they, they take hang everything on to, to heart. It's like very it's a, personal. And it can turn you into a monster. You know, when, it, when you live with with uh, uh, resentment. You know what I'm it saying? Happens, it happens with everyday life. People, friends, lovers, uh, even families, bro. When you just, when you can't take yourself away from the fact that, yeah, that person, you know, for whatever it may be, they're not, you know, y'all aren't, you know together and we are you guys aren't uh you guys aren't a team you guys aren't boys you guys aren't you know a duo you know for whatever reason it's it's gone you know or mm-hmm. if you guys aren't in a relationship anymore it's gone and you have to just thank god that it happened and then psh, tomorrow's a new day that shit never would have happened if you didn't fucking say goodbye to your last relationship you know you mm-hmm. that new friendship never would happen if you didn't say goodbye to your last one you know that new door doesn't open if you don't Close last one, but just make sure you don't slam it because then you yeah. break the I tell down. people all the time: if you pick something up, you got to put something down, man. Oh yeah, you only got two hands. You know? Yeah, and appreciate your people, man. You know, and and I, you know, you see these posts on Facebook all the time, these memes about you know, love me while I'm alive, and not wait till I'm dead to tell me you love me, and and it's true though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. like you know, give uh, everybody you know, their flowers. My know? heart goes out to the Newstead family, man. I hope that you know Jessica Newstead is you know making some progress. You know, our prayers, our heart, my family, my friends. You know, we're all you know uh, in your guys's corner praying for for uh, Jessica Newstead, man. But you know, it's just you don't know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. I could take a ride home right now and get hit by a drunk driver Man, or anything. But And that's day. why I wake up every day. I tell my wife. I tell the dogs, the cats, I love you. I, you know, I yeah. love you. And I, my family, my people, I don't care if we're talking. Listen, man, I love you, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I hate that promise. I can't see and visit and call and text everybody every day oh, because man. I got so many people that I love, man. You know what I'm saying? That shit hits home because I... I used to go fucking when I did ten hour work days. I said, I got to call my dad. I, I got to make sure you know my nephew Joseph. You know I'm gonna make sure he's straight, so he don't think you know I don't you know choose anybody over him. You know make sure the baby's straight if she ain't there. You know make sure my mom's straight. Oh, I gotta hit the studio. Oh shit, I gotta do this. And, you know it's all that shit. And then I just end up fucking falling asleep when I get home, taking a nap, and the whole day's fucked <laughs> up. You know, but you know it's just shit like that. You know, and I I don't normally fall asleep, but it's just everything fucking coincides, and you just want to fucking. It's low-key in a non-weird way. You want to love everybody at once, you know, but in their proper way, you know, like send your text, send your call, send your love. You know, you just want to make sure they, mm-hmm. they feel that shit and you want to mm-hmm. help them any way you can. I, I know how I, you know, I I just don't, I don't like to live with regret, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just, I, I just, like I said, every day I do my best to be my best, man. You know, and sometimes my best ain't good enough for people. You know what I'm saying? I get people who cuss me out all the time. They mad at me. I ain't visited. I ain't called. I ain't did this. Man, I, I've been gone for 17 years, man. It takes longer than a year or two for you to put yeah. your life back together. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my life back together. I'm trying to get myself back together. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I, I just hate that, you know, any family, friends, people take any of that personal man it's just at the end of the day for once in my life i got to put me first because oh, yeah. i got a lot of responsibility at work at home you know out here in the bro. community bro you know what i'm saying man it's and you take it like that's the same thing you said about me man the shit you take on all the responsibility especially most cats bro i know hella cats that come out the come out the joint and just go right the fuck back to what they're doing they don't even change shit and like being in prison isn't like don't think like if i went to like there's times where I'm like, damn, I'm going to prison. I'm like, is that going to be the worst shit? 
Like, all I'm going to do is just sit in there and think about what the fuck I did and what I'm going to do when I get out. I do that shit that we know I do. Try mm-hmm. to, I want to do that shit on the daily. Just have some time to do that shit, you know? But obviously you don't want to do that shit for 30, 39, mm-hmm. some years. Mm-hmm. But cats don't use that time wisely, you know? It's all about the time you have to use. Life they, is what you make it, bro. You and know they what come I'm out saying? and just go do some crappy shit and then... Mad, mad the world that they gonna be right back in the situation. Like, mm-hmm. bro, you didn't come out and try to do anything mm-hmm. else. You know, went right back to the same cat. You know, right back to the same mm-hmm. trap. You know, and yep. got trapped. So we got the squad up here, man. You know, we got we got the homies, and um, you know, these are some good talented brothers, man. We got my man Southwest Z right here. Tell him about the you, tell him about the radio station, um, man. We run a locally based talent. Pretty much just play nothing but locally based talent uh, radio station. Um, 31.3 Urban Rhythm Radio. Um, I co-host, DJ, executive produce, executive direct. Um, Rocky's coming in. He's a script writer. Um, our host, Manny Banks, is our creative director. And Victorino actually came in to monitor audio as our audio technician. So we got a solid team going right that now, That boy man. Victorino, talented, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, every time I look anywhere, Instagram, Facebook, flyers, stickers, it don't matter. Lunch boxes, he's on that thing. Yeah, that boy's always working, so... Yeah, gotta keep him busy. Gotta oh keep man, busy. and you you are definitely our man of many hats as well. <laughs> I and uh, we're gonna be collaborating soon, man. So you're gonna see the lit music entertainment. You're gonna see the tempo beats, the El Nino podcast. We collaborating, we supporting, we being we be being creative, and we gonna put you know a masterpiece together for y'all, man. Absolutely. We got my man Absolutely. King Quota too. He part of the squad. What's up with you, boy? What up, though? How we doing, brother? Man, everything is everything, man. You know I ain't got nothing to complain about, baby. You know life is what you make it. If you ain't got shit, it's because you don't want shit. Right. <clears throat> but we're going to book a date for you, too, man. You're going to okay. get your opportunity to be on here, tell your story. You know what I'm saying? Share your life with everybody, yeah. man. And, uh, you know, hopefully get you to perform some of your music, man. I know you got some hot tracks out there. I'll be seeing your yeah. videos and shit, you yeah. know. Yeah. And when we got my man Javi over here, man. You know, he the newest member of the uh, uh, staff member at the DHDC. What you know? Yeah. Let them know what you're doing at the DHDC, man. I'm a junior staff member. Uh, I'll be mentoring kids and letting them know what's up in the world, you know, giving them life skills and life lessons. That's what I'll be doing. And then you say them. what? You about to do some artwork with them? Yeah, I'm about to run an art program that probably will be an hour, but, hey, we'll get it. Uh, the best teachings of how to do graffiti, calligraphy, shading, all that stuff. Yeah, and all tech, technology design. We got after-school programs starting up, man. So if you guys want to get your youth or your kids in, in, in the program or you just you know, you know just need some babysitters, man, come on, holler at us. We at the Detroit Hispanic Development Corporation at 1211 Trumbull in Detroit. Sign your kids up. We got robotics program going. We got uh, videography, technology design. We got um, uh, uh, 3D printing. We got all kinds of stuff going on there. And me, I'm, I'm a youth mentor. I, I teach life skills, you know, so. So, uh, you know, if you got kids, man, go ahead and sign them up for a program. And um, and, and we're going to get back to my man, Pablo Pleasure, man. You know, Amazing. look at you. Them panty droppers, two performers that he put on. Boy, you was that's making only, love to the mic. That's I'm the only ones I got, man. So I just had to come out with some hot shit. You know? So he's nigga a sensitive thug. I ain't even doing it. He's a sensitive it. thug. Hey, I'm a Drake <laughs> shit. I'm a Drake shit. My man. Hey, you got to yeah. take over all the charts, baby. Yeah, that's dope though, cause everybody really into like rapping and stuff yeah. like that. But you do both though, oh, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I be spinning too. Okay, but yeah. it's dope though that you bring uh, singing. You know what I'm yeah, saying to I the swear, to the equation I, of things. That's what I started like just singing. I used to grow up, you know, Temptations, all that, and then I grew into the, to the rap and shit. But 
That's how I came in with the music. Man. You know, I started singing with Slumber. Had me out a few tracks. And he said, man, you sing good, bro. And I thought he was capping. I'm like, sure, yeah. you know. And then I uh, did a few songs with the homie Prophet. And mm-hmm. we did a few tracks. And then I was like, man, I like this shit. And I just started investing in myself more mm-hmm. and more. So shout out to those cats for putting me hit, you know, to unhidden talent ah man you know that's one thing is growing up in the neighborhood man like my mother she always listened to dramatics the stylistics the four tops the temptations me all my uncles you know or some Vicente Fernandez yeah bro it's a weird mix like right after that like Los Angeles Azules and shit are gonna come right Los Tigres of Norte right after that you know you know, one yeah. minute you like these, next minute you like, oh, yeah. and, you know, and yeah. to this day, that's how the party goes. Yeah, exactly how the party. And goes. then we'll mix some freestyle in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. there you go. In hey. a dream, my love. And then, hey, and then whoever gets the fucking ox after that, it's, it's a wrap. <laughs> And then babies hey, are made. No and then that's how hey, the babies are made. You know made. what happens after that is yeah, the fucking beats go on and it's a freestyle. It's and a freestyle the beat goes on and everybody think they can rap when they blow. Hey, you you be hearing some dope shit, you know? I said, I wrote some Hell yeah. I got a high school. Hey, 16. you one of the people who sing a whole song, don't know not now oh, yeah. word. I'd be like, definitely me. Hell no. Or I'll just sing the chorus what I know and then I'm like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, would, <laughs> Hey, they be rapping and I'm like, damn, it's too much rapping and I gotta sing some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I start singing some shit like my man's who was blowed with the fucking Avi Maria shit. So when you gonna put an album out, bro? I got one EP out right now, but it's about a year and a half old, so it's actually Far From Home, this one on Spotify. Far From Home? Video. That's yes, what sir. it's called, okay. You know, got the moms from Rebellion. You know, got my dog right here. In the oh, street. man, that's dope, in the, bro. In the road looking up at stars because, you know, in a way I feel like in a little way of like an alien, you know, not like just illegal alien, but just like mentally, bro. Like, I'm like just, you just out of this world. Not, not like that, bro. Just mentally, I'm I'm into that third, like other dimension type shit. Not third dimension. That's that third movie. eye. You talking you know? about that third eye. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm into looking at all that shit. Like I mm-hmm. watch YouTube and I just fall asleep to it. And, you know, I just, That's what happens when you smoke peyote. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> nah, even before all that shit, like as a kid, bro, I just always like, I'm like, nah, it's something like, you know, what if like one day we just, that. you know, wake I, up, bro? That's that's when we die is when we wake up and now it's level three, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, now you yeah. got who knows what the fuck that's got That's you know? what they said To live is to sleep And to die is to awaken I got it tattooed right here Oh shit I, I got that, that off La Bamba Oh shit Remember the old man With the rattlesnake Yeah And he told him in Spanish To live is to die And to uh, uh, Shit What the hell I What I just said <laughs> <laughs> he let, he let No to live is to sleep And to die is to awaken read that Oh shit Right Yeah it's sweet That's dope bro But I mean Shit, that's 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 where I got the, the whole inspiration for the stars and all just because I'm really into space and all that. Yeah, you know, that's really mind. sweet. And, like the colors and shit. But I got another one dropping Icarus. That one's gonna be dropping. Icarus. Icarus. I C A R U S. What that mean? It's an old Greek mythology. Man, nigga, well, gonna have to look that bitch up. What yeah, that you mean? have to, bro. Yeah. It's a good story. My dad had told me, bro. It's it's a, it's old uh, mythology. It's uh, you know, King Midas. He well. Right. I know the Midas touch the well, muffler that, that's, shot. That's where it comes from. Is for real? King Midas, everything he touched would turn to gold. Oh, literally, shit. you know. Okay. He and he asked the gods for that power. So like, fuck it, like that. That was figuratively, but so he they literally gave it to him, and everything he touched turned to gold, and that was his curse. Wow. You know. Yeah. So, anyways, before that, he had a, he had a man build a labyrinth where mm-hmm. the Minotaur, you know, the Minotaur, where the mythology of the man, half man, half bull comes from. That's where the Minotaur comes from. He's in the labyrinth, and the man who built that. The King Midas 
uh, locked him up after that. He's oh, you mind, dog? You know, like I ain't letting you go. You build mm-hmm. me this, you know. And his son Icarus, and the father, you know, him and the son, they'd only get pigeons come to the window, and they had wax candles so they could draw more designs, and so they wanted to get free. So they finally said, "Fuck it," you know. They took the pit, the wings off the the pe- feathers off the pigeon, mm-hmm. and with the wax, they glued it to their body. Which no, it's not accurate, you know. But that's how the story goes. They glued it, they waxed it to their body, and they flew out of the window. And they flew, and everything went great. But before they flew, his dad told Icarus. Icarus' dad told him, "Don't fly too high to the sun, because you're gonna get burned. Like it's the wax gonna melt, and all the wings are gonna fall off, and you're gonna fall to your death. But can't fly too low, because trees and shit gonna get you fucked up, and you're dead. Just stay at a constant speed the whole time, and you'll be safe." And dog didn't listen. Dog went up to the sun. And fucking, you know, fell to his death, you know. Damn. And that's where I get the story, like, what well, the name for Icarus, you know, because at times where I that's begin, dope. I, I mean, that's dope. It's my cool. head, you know, too, like, you know, flying too high. And sometimes, probably, you know, I'd set too low expectations for myself and I'd just be cruising in the trenches sometimes. It's cool to be in the trenches, bro, but you don't want to stay in the trenches. It's, you know, you want to get out at some point, you know. And, you know, and that's, I feel like both those are for young men, just in general, people in general, bro, in life, bro. You, you're too high or you're too low, bro. You just constantly. You gotta have bro. that balance, bro. You know, Libra mm-hmm. shit. You know, I'm you Libra, OVO. Yeah. See, when you was talking about half man, half beat, you know, I'm a yeah. Sagittarius. Yeah. So I said, I'm half man, half horse. Yeah. You know you what I'm saying? So that's, that's like, I felt like that story was about me a little bit. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, saying, shit, you never know, man. It's just the whole thing of being half half uh, animal, like, the same thing comes from aliens, mm-hmm. bro. Comes from and it's, Let me it's ask Egypt you this, bro. If, when you pass away. Yeah. They say you come back as an animal. What animal would you want to come back? As? And don't say no armadillo. Yeah, no, no. What you want to come back as, man? Low key. Um, Chihuahua. <laughs> there's a lot. I, I low key like an, an eagle or a hawk. Something. Woo! Like, that boy's a beast. Me? I want a, a eagle. That's like what I am. Fly, like, what I would you want to come back as a panda, or bear, or what? <laughs> 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 oh, my yeah, you. Hey, that's a what good would you girl. come back I, as? You just sleeping in the That's not bad. A taquache. <laughs> Man, it'll probably be a grizzly bear. So. A grizzly bear, I knew it. Cause you like you hire. What about you? What you would you want to be? A, come bro. back in your <laughs> animal carnation. Uh, a lion, because of its the ingenuity, that's uh, it can adapt to its certain environments. You know, whether it, it's hiding or it's out in the open. It's fast. There's smart animals. That reminds me of that movie, The Other Guys. You know, yeah, I want to be like literally. place lion in water. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you gotta let me fly. Let me just say, now say I'm a couple. We build uh, air mechanisms so we can get back to your herd. <laughs> and we slaughter you. Oh, and yeah. sleep. It may you not be that movie. The other guys. It may not be the first time. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Quota? What animal would you be? A giraffe. A giraffe, huh? Hey, bro, that was, that was up there when I thought, when he said that was the first one that came. Why bro. a giraffe? Chill out. Because, man, they just so tall, bro. You can see everything. Gotta watch out for the ops, for the ops, boy. They, <laughs> scoping out them up. Hey, they, they go by a tree and they just kind of hang, hang there. Just, <laughs> then they hey, wake hey, up. Hey, they said, I see y'all niggas up there. This nigga said, I want to be higher than giraffe pussy. That's true. That's probably why. Hell no, you guys are silly, man. That's gonna be lit. That, that's a good. One. I, I thought about that one, but I'm like, nah, it's, it's too too boring. After that, you're just gonna be up there. Then someone's gonna ask how's the weather up there. You're just gonna have to stomp them. So listen, with your music, my next. Um, 
Now, is this just a hobby or is this something that, like, is there um, a mission, a goal, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah, there's, there's for sure a goal. Uh, to be honest, the goal is just to, like, make a wave, like, in the world, you know, make, like, you know, even if, like, one little kid when I'm old, you know, go, oh, man, like, low-key, like, how we look up to, like, cats who did music when we were young, like, mm-hmm. Sacramento Knox, shout out Sacramento Knox, mess Knox, with that, what up, though? go stream it, well, I'm on that bitch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like cats like Knox, you know, uh, other homies that put it on for the hood back, you know, Southwest Girl and Homegirl that put it on for the hood way mm-hmm. back when, you know, they weren't, they weren't, they didn't get famous for them, but shit like that inspired me, you know, inspired someone inspired, you know, Quota Z to like do, to, to, you know, okay, they did that, you know, we can do something like that and maybe do better Then you know, you get like to that hood famous thing where, you know, DBC, all that, you know, you get to there, you know. And then after that, you grow up to, you know, stardom. I don't want all that, you know, all the... Because that's too much pop rods. I'm a shy cat. I can't... Too many yeah, pictures. shy. Uh, Not the way uh, you were just yeah, performing yeah, that music. Yeah, Not what you feel me? The way you like... Uh, 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 you know what I mean? What the hell? But I do, you know... But I feel like with that shit, you know, it comes like the record deal. And I don't want no record, you know, because it's a fucking backwards deal. You know, you it's a loan. You get money, you know, you get... I'm too dumb for all that. I'm going to just get my money and go home. You know, mm-hmm. just do it all through me. If I, if it can't go through me, it can't, it can't Shit, go do through. Do what I do. I sell hoodies. You know what <laughs> you know I mean? Like I that. got hoodies on deck. You know, so $40 you know, a pop, baby. You know, Pick so, your color. So for me, it's more, I got my daily job. You know, I, I'm a drywall finisher, union, life, you know. But, you know, I do one day want to just take it to where maybe I'm not rich. I'm not, you know, in the bands cruising, you know, throwing stacks. But I can take care of me and my family, you know, and have something to live off for them to grow off of. You know, something, something to pass like that. on, man. Exactly. You know, something to yeah. show them, like, this is what I did with my life. You can do something just as equivalent. If I can do this, you can you can pass that test. Mm-hmm. You can, you know. Would now would would you know. like to teach your stepdaughter about music and, oh, yeah. and songs and instruments? For and me, all it's that? it's like I don't want to be that dad. Like you got to be. You know, you, this is like I want. I don't want to push it. Like if they like it, they like. It. Like my nephew, he loves that shit. He sees my videos. You know, he he wants the shit, but I'm. I'm gonna let him, you know, live a little before he commits to it, you know. But mm-hmm. I always tell him when I was like, when you're ready, I like when you're ready, ready. I'll, I'll get you in the studio. You know, I'll I'll teach you what you need to know. But I'm like Mister mm-hmm. Miyagi in there right now. Like you are not ready, my son. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, you gotta like. I just want to let him live his life. He may not want to do that when he's like mm-hmm. he's only like seven, eight. You know, so when they're ready, you know, they'll come to me, you know, and they'll ask, you know, mm-hmm. but I'll be here. Now, is know? there any other uh, parts of the music industry that you want to explore? Yeah, like. To be honest, uh, like the marketing promotion aspect, you know, like just getting people in front of where they need to be in front of, you know, like that's the big like like barricade for us in general, you know, even uh, like other artists that we have got talent, we got this and that, but we're not getting in front of the eyes that we need to get in front of. Whether it is so, do you think? What do you that? think you have to do? Do we have? Do you have to relocate? Do you have to go to Cali? Do you got to go to New York? Do you got to go to Florida? Do you got to connect with people? I mean, what is it that you think that you got to do? You know, we got brothers like T Grizzly. You got brothers like Vezo, uh, Sada Baby. These, I mean, these brothers are Big Sean. All these brothers are from Detroit. They was in the trenches. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? And then they came up. Like, oh, yeah. you know, what opportunity that they get that you think that you may For need me, or that just, we need? Cause shit, I'm trying to yeah. get there too bro I feel you, you know what I'm saying? i mean i see it and i'm like bro it's we right there like we mm-hmm. and i bro i like i were I, I record something like like you and water i recorded uh shout out deep slate records downtown at the russell and that's right right next to uh 
uh, Ice Star Records, you know, that's Ice Wear Vessels, you know, mm-hmm. where he records. And after I recorded Water, I was walking out and he was walking to his studio. And I'm like, shit, that's Ice Wear Vessels, be cool. You know, like, yeah, I just like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Walk, walk straight. And he went to his thing and I'm like, I wasn't going to be like, oh, bro, here, you know, I was just like, be cool. You know, and we walked past each other, I'm like, bro, I'm like, like, we almost same height, bro. I'm like, bro, come on. Like, like, you know, like, it's just, it feels real there, you know, like, mm-hmm. that he's doing what I want to do, you know, like, and mm-hmm. just past me, like, it's like, energy, bro, all that vibe, like, it's just. Yeah. And it's dope, because it's inspiration, oh, you know bro, what it's I'm just saying? like, it's like, damn, he literally two doors down, bro, and it's, and he's doing it big, and I'm here yeah. struggling to get this fucking uh, studio yeah. session paid, but it's, I you know, and that, yeah, that gives know, me hope. Bro. Fucked me up when I went to the parking lot, got in that focus, and. But don't you think though Because I'm looking bro And I'm just looking around I'm looking at um, Your guys' squad You know I'm looking at uh, Aztec Nando And his whole squad And I mean He got Goyo He got um, um, What's his name Domingo Cortez And then you got these But like You guys are equally talented You know what I'm saying And I figured that It would be easier to get there because you guys got so much talent. I mean, you got production, you got videos, you got castle, you got, you know, artists, yeah. you got singing, you got rapping, you it's got just, people like who said, can dance, you got comedy, you got a, a Ophizi, shout out to Ophelia, she's doing comedy. Not like, what up? Yeah. And, and it's like, um, how can you not win? You know what I'm saying? When it's, you got all the elements in place. It's I mean, is it money? Is it opportunity? I think it's is opportunity. It a, it's, it's being in the right place at the right, the right time. time. It's, you know, you got to go out, you know, and it sucks. Like, for me, like, I get tired. I'm an old man now. Like, I'm not. I'm 27. Holler at me. But, you know, <laughs> like, I, I'm old, bro. I went out for, Hall- or for a Halloween weekend, bro, and me and my dog had lunch, had a beer, and went the fuck home to sleep. But it's, it's shit like that. Like, no, I should have been out. And I, I blame myself, you know, but... I should have been, even when I was younger, I should have been out instead of, like, just trying to get lit, like, looking for those opportunities, looking, like, maybe not just, like, oh, where's, you know, but, like, kicking it with, you know, like, security, DJ, you know, just shit that'll get mm-hmm. shit in motion. Like, I know this dog knows that guy. Mm-hmm. I know that guy knows this guy because, you know, we got social media. You know, you but it's like, it. how do we get past the hood fame? Like, like one of the brothers from the neighborhood that made it, I haven't had a chance to meet him yet, but I did want to get him on a podcast, is uh, 049 Gus, okay. you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, uh, you know, they said he did, what was it, a YouTube or uh, a World, World Star. Star, you know? He did, made made the oh, video, yeah. uh, something, about, uh, what is it, Big Meech? Yeah. Free Big Meech or something like that. And like blew up, got him a good check, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And got some recognition. And I, I like, is it just by chance? Is it just that one song? Is it that one interview? Is that well, one opportunity? I mean, is this a one in a million? I mean, it's no, like. It's, Dog's been putting up numbers for a minute on YouTube. And like, it's mm-hmm. he's got like, consist, it's consistency. It's, you know, uh, relevancy. Because Dog, you know, and these are like times when like, all kids had listened to was like six nine and all that other shit. When you had, you know, he he has quality music already, you know. And to bring it against, you know, when at a time, bro, cats didn't know what else to listen. They didn't want to listen to anything else but that, you know. So mm-hmm. he has, you know, he has his own wave, you know, in that era where, you know, now it's everybody knows, you know, trying to do their own music as well. But he was doing it, you know, differently. He did it, you know, YouTube videos. That's one thing that he was always in the the video era. Mm-hmm. So when you do like YouTube algorithm and shit dropping videos just fucking goes mm-hmm. rather than dropping uh, mm-hmm. singles and all that so that helps the algorithm the relevancy and then the consistency that helps the algorithm also is uh, bro he got uh, the world star once they mm-hmm. once they pick you up you have to submit music that 
he put in invested money in himself mm-hmm. because he to, to submit to World Star, it's fifteen hundred dollars for a submission. It's three thousand for this and that, you know, for like for that week, you know. So dog wasn't just it wasn't just like he put like fifteen. So it takes feet, a little bit of money. A little bit of money. But if you well. if you got eight guys in your crew, oh yeah, don't you think that the possibility of everybody pitching in a hundred bucks, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Some shit you're gonna blow at La Sierra Bar anyway. You <laughs> yeah. might as well put that on oh, yeah. it and and yeah. at least yeah. put yourself in the best position to oh, be yeah. in that opportunity. Right. Even with myself, I'm trying to <laughs> explore. You know what I'm saying? I, what I can I mean, that, do. That, that's right. the fucking thing. Like I said, like. Shoot, I Even wish like I done that shit Robbie Dizzo, Geo, uh, Southwest Geo, like you got so many talented brothers, Zaza Juan, like, and so on and so on. I could keep going, and uh, my man Bag Boy Poe, you know what I'm saying? The thing is, it's literally like you say, it's, you know, we, we spend that money at La Sierra Bar. We go, you know, Boston. and we Busky <laughs> for life, homie, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, we go to Busky. We fucking uh, we'll blow 160, 200 that we could have used for marketing, for promotions, and that, but you know, it's just. That's poor man. I'm gonna have to hit these spots. I need to hit La Terraza, Salpicon. I, I need bro. some sponsorship, though. You know what I'm you saying? Because Bosque, that's another here. thing. Bosque, I have my coming home party there. Oh, fuck You know yeah, what I'm bro. saying? So it's like, I don't know, bro. I just think that, you know, if we got sponsorship from local businesses, that's restaurants, you know like, what I'm saying? They could show us they've, love. They've, I've done shows with them, and they've always, you know, they've had no problem. It was very smooth. Yeah, come in. Just bring your own, you know, if you got a DJ, you could pay for, you know. We got our guy and their DJ, shout out homie, school. Uh, but, and it's very smooth transition. And a lot of these bars are, you know, decent, you know, to work with. You know, they'll work mm-hmm. with you, you know. But it's just, <coughs> the thing with that is, is now, okay, because back to the 049 Gus. Uh, dog put, he invested all that, and then that's how he got to where he was. But, you know, like he's got the million views, he got his check. But with that is, now you got to keep it going. You know, and I'm sure he's got other mm-hmm. shit planned, you know, but it's just the other cats don't got, you know, bread, you know, when you got, you know. The but I'm just saying, I always believe that. teamwork make a dream. Oh, work, yeah. Bro. Oh, yeah. So and, you can and, definitely drop and a we banger. make money and we spend money. So I'm just saying if everybody as a team really committed to wanting to see some growth, then everybody should put. I don't care if it's 50 bucks. You so know I was saying that. I was thinking like a hundred bucks, fifty bucks. Hey, listen, the brother got a banger. You guys all believe in his song, or we all believe in your song. And you know what? His production's live, and Castle shot a good video. Let's invest the money to put ourselves in a position, you know, to be seen, to be heard. You know what I'm saying? Because like, um, you know, music is is international, bro. Music is worldwide. Like people are gonna relate. Like a union, you know. Yeah, like literally, like how the unions work is where you know. Is um, not like you don't eat if you're not in the union, but it's more like they protect their own. They, you know, that someone needs a job, someone's got like there's a show, you know. It's because mm-hmm. other than just recognition, is you want trying to make bread, you know. So the one thing, especially that would help, is when shows come, you know, they're they're getting they're bringing talent from outside to open up. The the best like the the least they could do is when they bring you know you bring outside talent, let the local artists be the ones to open up those shows. You know, don't don't mm-hmm. let Joe Schmo from Chicago or Atlanta or wherever. You no, know, they may be good. That's great. But let them open up in their own city. You know, let cats, you know, putting on for their city open up in their city. And I feel like... Mm-hmm. And but like, ain't they what they do now, though? Like, any artist that comes from sometimes, anywhere. Sometimes, sometimes. But they're, it's mostly up to the promoter. And I've seen a lot of promoters, well, they'll... they'll uh, it's not just one or two. It's a few where they'll have their people that they're trying to put on from wherever, you know, because maybe Dog put up money for him. 
you know, for this shit to go mm-hmm. on because, you know, you got to pay for this and that. And then that, they want to put their, which I, I see that, but it's like, I, and this, I don't want to fuck with that because now you're not letting my people eat, you know, you, you didn't put whore or you didn't put, you know, even if you didn't put, like, if, I'd rather they put, you know, uh, overnight Gus, Aztec Nights, so even if it's not my team, let mm-hmm. someone from the yeah, hood. Yeah, somebody from the hood, yeah, I eat. understand that. And then, fucking, you know, that that's like, okay, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But if you bring it out someone else, now it's like, you ain't even letting nobody from the hood eat off the fucking entertainer you're bringing out here, so mm-hmm. why should we even, no, no, I'm not saying shoot them up and shit, but why should we let oh, you yeah. come to the hood and, you know, perform it? You gonna you know you ain't gonna put us on mm-hmm. simply you know for me and that old school union used to be like if you ain't gonna let our cats work we are gonna shut that bitch down you know yeah pick I it, mean that's how shit, trick you know? tricking all them boys and used that, to you know, run and, like and that's you can't how, that's the mayor of the city you can't even come bro, up in and, here and bro look, you got the look, answer to us and if you cats, think you finna put a show on we gonna show you a show baby and that's what the fuck and that's how you get shit done because mm-hmm. they like you gonna start using our people we open it you gonna start like a disrespect it's like oh y'all. The people in your city aren't good enough to open for even when they come when they just come from wherever, people in your little hood they're not good and enough. And bro, to like open Detroit up. got just our own unique sound. When you listen yeah. to our music, bro, bro it's fire. And even no one, even like even like uh uh Rio the Young OG, he's from what, Pontiac? Flint. From Flint. <laughs> them Flint boys are hard, but just Mich- the Michigan vibe, the yeah. way we rap, the way we sound like and it's you, hard. No bro, matter who you, you know? bring from out you can bring Drake, but if you put a Detroit artist, someone that people even just they just fuck with, bro, because mm-hmm. If people just fuck with the vibe, because like you said, the vibe, everyone will just do you, fuck with it. But do you think that people take Latino rappers serious, other than no. reggaeton and stuff like that? But no, like, not at all. like in gangster rap, you know, like like Big Pun, he made his, you know, what I'm saying, like he was accepted by the black community, you know, what I'm saying. But oh, do yeah. you think it is it? Do you feel like you need to center on focusing on Latino communities across the state? Or do you think that your music can be diverse where black communities will also support your music? I feel though? like it depends on the content of your music and who it touches and who you're trying to reach and who it just reaches in general. Mm-hmm. Because like the thing like Big Pun, like what he talked about, the struggle, you know, in New York. Everybody in New York was feeling that shit. He didn't mm-hmm. specify he'd, you know, throw a little Latino here and there, but it's not like, you know, like I'd listen to old Chicano rap, which is cool. I love the old Chicano, but it's more like it's Brown Price, you know, which is fucking great. You know, that shit gets me lit, so I got songs like that. Mm-hmm. But you also have to, if you want to reach everybody, you got to make it something that everybody can feel, you know. So you got to, you know, break down the barriers of, like, just Brown Pride. It's fucking pride in the hood, like pride in the train. Get the fuck out of this bitch and make it, you know, which I'm always for Brown Pride, but, you know, you just can't love your own because then you have no room to love everybody else, you know. And that's yeah, how we no go, like you say, just how, you know, like, put pitching in for each other, getting the fuck out of here, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about it. I just, sometimes I feel like a lot of people don't take Latino rappers no, serious. You bro, know what I, I'm saying? I like, I feel like bro, Robbie, Robbie Dizzle, like he should have been, you know what I'm saying? He's cold, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, and, you got you got cats who've been doing this for so long. I seen Robbie opened up for, like, Kirk Bangs. I was at that I was at that show. Mm-hmm. There was a fight. I remember, so I remember that. <laughs> but, you know, uh, like that, like, people were, like, lit. So you thinking, you know, dog about to make it up, this and that. But then after that, it's like the show kind of stops. When I opened up for Cash Kid, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, but look, after that, the show stops. Mm-hmm. You know, you open up, you know, it's like, we'll have so those big it? breaks and that, and then it'll just, like, it's not being, it's, I, I don't know if it's just us, or it's like, you know, like the fan base, or just like the promotion, like just not being consistent, and you don't have nothing else lined up. Mm-hmm. Like, at Chicano Fest, like, various people came up to me like, hey, man, I like your sets and that. Where can I see you next? You know, where are you where are you, you going to do next? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
Whenever Eladio hits me up for the pot, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I, I didn't, you don't have something. Yeah, like I, that. you know, I'm trying to get Jose on board, bro. I'm trying to get him to um, not so much break away from freestyle, but open up and expand his horizons. He's a promoter. He does a hell of a job for the freestyle scene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a brother like him, if you could expand your horizons, you know what I'm saying? And, that's and, and not like... get into the rap game, but get into the entertainment business. You know what I'm saying? Where we got singers, we got comedians, we got rappers, we got producers. You know what I'm saying? We got a whole where... squad. There's not a reason why we don't, we can't be successful. We got podcasting. What's mine is yours. You know what I'm saying? What's yours is mine. I did this for the community. Like for I think, us. I think about like 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 my night Saturday. When so think about like on your night out when you want to do something, what you want to do. You know, cats aren't gonna be like, yeah, I want to go see Power Pleasure perform. I get that, you know, and I, I respect that. But one day they will. But as of now, to get there, we gotta take all possible roads that could lead there. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we gotta make it something they want to go to, something they want to have fun at, something that's like they look forward to on the, mm-hmm. on the week. So you gotta drop some shit during on Monday. Give them all week to look forward to till Saturday, Friday. Make it exclusive because you don't want everybody there, you know, because then it's going to be like, oh, I can go whenever. You know, you mm-hmm. want to have certain amount, of, certain amount of this and that, you know, let them come through. But you have to have something to bring the people in, you know, and that's what I feel like lacks, I think I think know? it's important not to just network with your own people within your own state and your own cities, man, <laughs> but also, like, you know, them boys came from Chicago, man, the oh. Beat Crushers, and what was it, Jay Navarro? Oh, and, yeah. And, and, man, it was just so many talented brothers, and they were live, bro. What was the brother from Wisconsin? I forget his name. John Lumi. John Lumi, he did his thing. Like, bro, like, it's important for brothers to stay connected because everybody in the same struggle, man, but if you can bring it together, bro, like, and, and invest a little bit of money too, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you can you can get a little bit further, man, and put yourself in a better position where he's sharing your music, you're sharing his oh, yeah. music, and like this brother already created his own radio station. You know what well, I'm like saying? Like I respect where, B Crushers because when they brought like Quinto Soul, Equit, they had cats like us, also as well as cats. Mm-hmm. Which, it was three and three. They made even people like Prophet mm-hmm. who work with uh, DJ Hollywood. They, you know, they were the ones mm-hmm. who you know connected for Detroit, Chicago. And, because of them, it was like a three and three, and because we, we had talked properly, like we don't really want someone else opening up all, like all six cats from Chicago, because mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not really fair, you know that mm-hmm. we try to put it on as well. So we had it, you know, three and three, and they respected it. Mm-hmm. And then whenever it came down, it's it even that night when Sombra performed, shit, Aztec Nando performed, like all the and and they did, and it was you know, just a hell of a show, it's bro. It's always fire whenever it's 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 them when it's it's, it's you know that amount like that, but it's. But then even then, bro, it's just getting people to those shows. Because I remember, bro, we used to, we would be rocking with Beat Crushers, bro, since it was just me, Sombra, and then the only people in the show was, in the stands was Quota, Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy's wife. Damn. And that's the only ones in the stand. Mm-hmm. You know who else was there? I think Southwest Jill was performed that night as well. And it was, mm-hmm. it, was it was like, it was a Hamtramck, and it was Gutter, Gutter Boys performed, and it was just like, everyone performing, that's the only ones in the show. Mm-hmm. And I was probably like my, my like fucking... I would say my lowest like night it was like numbers seeing mm-hmm. people there. I mean shit. So and and you guys, you know, bro, that's the thing too is you guys all you know all got families, responsibilities, yeah. jobs, and you know you guys do a lot of uh, uh, charity work. You know what I'm saying? Like I know anytime I there's there's an event or anything, I always invite you, but yeah. hey man, come through, come perform anytime. The Fantasma Market or Final Fridays, mm-hmm. the DHDC, like anywhere, any festival, anything. I'm I'm calling you brothers. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? And and I understand like you guys do a lot of charity work, bro. But I just think in the long run that should definitely uh, 
payoff yeah. eventually. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you know, you guys are are giving you know to of me, yourselves, of to yourselves me, just, to the that's community. That's just like paying my dues for you know what I got, you know what I'm doing. You know, like I want to sing for the hood. I want to be about the hood. I want to rep the hood. I got to do for the hood first. You know, for them to even. Respect me, you know, enough to... But, um, it, you know, what's crazy is, though, I know a lot of people who left the hood and blew the hell up. Blew up, you know what I'm saying? And and so many people in the neighborhood struggled because they were not getting support yeah. from the neighborhood, that, that from boy, their I, own I, hood. I feel like I could go to Atlanta. They wouldn't pay for the music, wouldn't buy a sweater or a t-shirt or a hoodie, or yeah. wouldn't show up at the concert, wouldn't pay for the ticket, you know what I'm saying? But if somebody else came in, you oh, know... It's always... It's always... You know, but it's like, it, you know, I, I just... And we have to change that. It has to be changing. You know, we can't that's, rely that's, on other people to dictate or determine our success. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have to take life by the horns. And we got a bunch of creative, talented, uh, uh, critical thinkers here. And if we all came together and put some money in and got some equipment and put everybody's heads together, you know, we can be successful, bro. Well, you know I mean, what I'm my saying? My thing is, bro, is just everything could fall in place because, like I said, We've done shows where we've done, you know, but it's just that one aspect of making people want to get there. It's like, you know, we even had like fucking, you know, costume, which which gets people there, but it's just, it's just, you know, it's something It's just about, putting yourself in the yeah. best position, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, bro, you guys know what you got, man. And, uh, you know, now you just got to bring what you got to the table, man, and see what we can, you know, what's the next step now to move forward, bro. Oh, yeah. But listen, man, I appreciate everybody for tuning in with us, man, for hearing our stories. Um, you know, I always try to bring, you know, local people and to share their stories, to share their talents with everybody. And, um, you know, if there's anybody that's interested, man, you know, hit me up. Uh, let's book a date. Let's get you on here. If you got a good story to uh, to share, if you got, um, you know, uh, any good business ideas or some talent you want to display. And shout out to my people over there, uh, uh, Jay and Ashley, man, at Miami Mindset, man. Much love to y'all. And, um you know, I just, I just, I just want us to all uh, do good, man, and and get what we got coming, man. You know, so uh, we're gonna go to the Wall of Fame. Let this brother sign the wall as we do as usual, man. So let's switch over here, and I appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. Much love. This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.